0: Five movies. This is one of your co-hosts, Chris Gasberry. This is Frank Pellicone. You are listening to episode 50 of the Spin Chagrin, and tonight we are covering the category of abnormal superheroes. So I'm sure it's not a surprise. We've I don't even know if, I don't know if we mentioned it on air or not. But Frank, what uh what movies did you watch for abnormal superheroes? Uh so tonight we're gonna talk about 2013's buddies film uh super buddies in which the buddies gain superhuman powers but uh, then they're in the true meaning of being a superhero right so then this is the final buddy buddies movie that was made out of the buddy series and is the final one that you need to cover for the chagrin you've now yeah, covered all not, the buddies movies not not sure why um not sure why there weren't more buddies movies made after this, except maybe they feel like they aged out or something. <laughs> um since the owners of the buddies are all uh, uh having their twelfth birthday, I think, is um Butterball's owner. Uh oh, shit. Bartleby. Hmm. Mm. So, and also notable, and I remember this from like months ago, is that B Dog's voice changes. The voice actor for the first time changes uh, for B Dog in this final Buddy's movie. So I'll be interested in hearing um, if you notice any difference in B Dog whatsoever. Yeah, he's still just obnoxious. All right. <laughs> still, still, still old B Dog. <clears throat> right, so I want to, I, I need to hear, like, I, I mean, you. I don't know if you can go any any further than this when they become superheroes in a lot of ways it's like i think you've reached the native z- yeah yeah like of of it all like when when they become superheroes so um i want to hear how do how do the buddies uh get superpowers so next to spooky buddies this is maybe the one that destroys Kier cave fabe in the buddies universe the most um. So the movie opens as Bartleby's eleventh birthday, and he's spending the day with his grandfather, played by uh, Cheers veteran John Ratzenberger, mm. who's known as Gramps, in Gramps's Fernfield Farms home, where he raises pigs and um a bull, I guess, and some cows. There's some cows there too. Okay. Um, so for his birthday, he's Gramps is making breakfast for him and he gets some Purina dog chow, which is prominently displayed in the screen and some Disney cross cross promotional, um, product placement and inside the Purina dog chow that he pours out for Butterball there's an inspirion ring of power which is this collectible thing that goes along with this comic book that bartleby is a huge fan of called um captain canine and something i can't remember what the anyway (laughs) so it goes into an animated sequence where it shows the origin story of captain canine where Megesis is the guy's name <clears throat> is this international is this like interplanetary hero from the planet of Inspirion which is Inspirion basically <clears throat> if you wanna, anyway and Drax is this evil warlord that wants to take over Inspirion by getting the rings of power from Megesis and so Megesis is like it, it's, it basically is a reenactment, sort of, of um, the opening of A New Hope, where Magisus is in, like, this, like, little, like, Corellian runner or whatever, and mm-hmm. Drax is in the Star Destroyer, and it's really, like, the same plot, so Magisus is like, there's no way I can get away, so he turns around to face the Star Destroyer, and he has two torpedoes, and one torpedo he arms, and the other torpedo he puts the rings of power. And he shoots them both at Drax's Star Destroyer. I can't believe I'm describing this shit. It's legitimately what happens in this movie. Um, so the armed torpedo hits the Star Destroyer and explodes. And the dud torpedo with the rings of power narrowly misses it. And flies towards Earth. <sighs> and then Megesis turns his spaceship around. And flies it directly into the Star Destroyer. Where it explodes and I was like holy shit like they killed this character <laughs> but they didn't because Megesis, um at the last second jettisons a derelict space pod and he flies to Earth and crashes in Fernfield Farms in the barn. Of but, course. Then it, but then it comes back from the cartoon and you see that there's no hole in the roof of the barn so oh it was just a story that mm. surreptitiously or serendipitously not surreptitiously there's nothing surreptitious about this movie serendipitously like happens to take place on the farm where Bartleby is with Butterball so then (sighs) Sheriff Dan or whatever his fucking name is I gotta get this right because I gotta say this dude's name like a thousand times oh it is Sheriff Dan I was right Mm -hmm. Um, so Sheriff Dan pulls up and Bartleby's like he hears the siren he's like what's Sheriff Dan doing here and out of Sheriff Dan's car jumps out all the owners of the buddies plus the buddies. But they're all wearing superhero costumes. And they're like, happy birthday, Bartleby. This is your surprise. We're all going to be pretend to be superheroes. Mm. So mm-hmm. Bartleby's like, oh, this is so rad. Blah, blah, blah. And then John Ratzenberger, who, mind you, moments before, at least, literally like a minute and a half before, was cooking bacon and eggs and some other shit like on a hot stove is all of a sudden standing in like the loft of the barn wearing a costume and he's like it's super Gramps and then Ouch, he zip lines down into some bales of hay um, that he falls out of and Bartleby's like are you okay Gramps and he's like everything's okay except maybe my hip oh. <laughs> wearing this costume <laughs> And so he has this he has this present. He's like, "Here's your last present, Bartleby." And Bartleby opens it and it's a costume. He's like, "Oh, this is rad." So Bartleby runs behind a car and then runs back around the car and is now wearing a superhero costume. And Butterball's in a superhero costume too. So all the buddies are in superhero costumes. So I don't know where like fucking Bartleby like got naked and changed because he's wearing like full clothes, like a button-up shirt that's tucked in and jeans. And he definitely wearing like that shit underneath the superhero costume. So somewhere in the open world, Bartleby got naked and changed and put the costume on Butterball in the span of like 45 seconds or a minute or whatever and came back. It's not even that long. It's like maybe 15 seconds. It's ridiculous. So then they're like, it's time to have a super birthday scavenger hunt. Let's get in teams of two. And there's five buddies and five kids. So there's no like pairing off. Like they all just like run off. And and like, I don't know, it's ridiculous So they're looking for their scavenger hunt Is to find a circular object So B-Dog and Mutt Or no, B-Dog and Rosebud Are like, hey, let's go to the the hen house Because eggs are round Which is also not true Because eggs are ovular, but whatever So the chickens get all pissed off at B-Dog And chase him out And of course B-Dog's a punk So he runs away He's scared of the chickens He's scared of everything So, while this scavenger hunt is happening, Drax's spaceship, which happens to be real, appears in the atmosphere and flies its way down to the farm because he's looking for the rings of power that he he has deduced are hidden on Earth. Okay. So, Drax is a CGI... Picture a gray, you know, like an alien like that, but Mm -hmm. with like... Like uncomfortably expressive human eyeballs and Drax has a monkey that's with him um whose name is monk dash e mm. and he's wearing like a Flash Gordon costume and that's his sidekick and so Drax lands in the 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 pigsty oh. There's a moment earlier where um when all the buddies are running around Mudbud goes out to where the the pigsty is and he's like I'm going to have a righteous roll in the mud and the pigs are like oh no uh gramps cleaned everything up and got rid of the mud so everything would look presentable um for when everybody came over and Mudbud says whoa bro chacho that's a mega colossal bummer mm. That's the one quote that I wrote down. Bro-chacho. Yeah, bro-chacho. Um, anyway, so Drax comes out of his spaceship and he sees the pigs. And he's like, oh, I'm going to take the form of the dominant life form on this planet so I can find these rings. So he shoots this like electric lightning into this pig and he transfers his consciousness into the pig. And transfers the pig's consciousness into his own body. And now he's a pig. And he turns green. Mm. Because that's what happens when you Mm. and it's called it's called body snatching, by the way. Mm. Because they can't just steal from one sci fi universe. Um so, so he starts yelling at gramps and gramps is like oh my god like this pig's an alien and so he calls sheriff dan and he's like sheriff dan i need your help like this fucking pig is 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 an alien now and i'm afraid that like he's gonna do something evil and so sheriff dan immediately drops what he's doing and gets in his police cruiser and comes over to rescue gramps from alien that landed in his backyard that's a pig okay so by this time the pig drax has gotten in gramps's pickup truck and has used his magic powers to start it and is driving the pickup truck but it's a pig like a small like normal right, pig. right. so he drives past sheriff dan and sheriff dan is driving on the property and sheriff dan looks and sees the pig driving the pickup truck doesn't think anything of it and then gets to the pro gets to the farm and he's like, All these pigs are normal. You're crazy, Gramps. So <laughs> oh, fuck. So by this time, the buddies have found that inside the barn are the, the rings of power like did crash through the ceiling of the barn at some point. And are buried in the floor. And they get them and they put them on and they all get superpowers. So Mudbud can turn invisible. b Dog is super elastic. Rosebud can move super fast. Buddha can move things with his mind. And Butterball has super strength. Those okay. are the five powers.
1: All right. So
0: they're all fucking around and like, oh, look at these powers we have. But they can't really control them because they're untrained, right? Mm-hmm. So they go off and they're like we're gonna fight crime because we're superheroes and they're still wearing their costumes so you know checks out so they go and they stop this armed robbery of a candy store where they use their superpowers to thwart these thieves and stop the armed robbery and then sheriff dan comes and arrests the owner of the candy shop even though he knows the owner of the candy shop because they all live in the field together Right, but he arrests them anyway and the guy's like wait I'm the owner and he's like right I remember you I see you every day like that's literally like how the dialogue goes so they take the thieves away and they never unhandcuffed the owner of the candy shop and that never gets resolved so presumably to this day that man is handcuffed standing in front of his candy store because no one's ever gone back to save him so sheriff dan is doing research on the evidence which is consists of him eating the candy that he took from the candy store um which maybe is why he didn't handcuff up the owner so he could just steal the candy you know right without consequence right. um so then there's a fire and there's a little girl trapped in the fire but nobody's really trying to rescue the little girl so the super buddies run in and they see the little girl but she won't like leave like the burning couch that she's sitting next to. And then the roof collapses and Buddha can't focus enough to like levitate the fire out of the way. So they're trapped. So then captain canine, the comic book character, but who's like an actual dog this time okay. comes jumping in over the fire. And he's like, come on, we got to get out of here, buddies. Cause everybody knows the buddies. Mm-hmm. So he <laughs> saves a little girl and he's like, Grab onto my neck and follow me. Because I'm thinking they're going to, like, fly away. But then they just cut, and now they're outside. You know, and everybody's fine. Like, the little girl's fine. Everybody's fine. Right. And Captain Canine reveals that he doesn't have any powers anymore because the buddies are wearing the rings of power. And they're like, well, can't we just give them back to you so you can have all your powers back? He's like, no, nah, that's not the way it works. <laughs> because now you've gained the powers. They've linked to you through the vibration and the vibramium somethings or other I don't know. It's this ridiculous like explanation as to why like the buddies are now linked to these powers just to make the buddies like even more incredible than they already are. Sure. Um, so then conceptually, I think it makes sense. Yeah, whatever. Fuck, 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 fuck. So you're making me lose my train of thought. (laughs) So the pig gets put in jail, but I don't remember how that happens. Drax pig gets put in jail. (laughs) Maybe because like he wrecks the truck or something. Hmm. And so Sheriff Dan is like something, something. And then Drax as the pig says, even though you're really ugly and stupid, I'm just going to take your form because it seems like that's the better form to take. And Sheriff Dan's like, oh, my God, a talking pig. And so Drax pig shoots the lightning at Sheriff Dan. And now Sheriff Dan is inside the pig's body and Drax is inside Sheriff Dan's body. Which means the Drax walks with an exaggerated, noodly arm walk, and like every time he turns his head, it makes a noise like rubber, like bending, like alright, uh. alright, like anytime he moves. Okay. Because I mean that's what happens when you get body snatched, I guess. Sure. So then Sniffer, voiced by Tim Conway, comes in. And is like, Sheriff Dan's like, help, help. And then Sniffer comes in and he's like, Sheriff Dan, what are you doing in that pig's body? And Sheriff Dan's like, oh my God, I'm so glad I can hear your voice now that I got these pig ears. Let me out. Uh, So (laughs) the buddies are all back at the farm and um, the cosmic canine is teaching them how to use their powers. So he's like, you know, explaining the powers to the buddies, even though they've all already used their powers and should kind of understand what's going on. But after like a 30-second monologue from Cosmic Canine, all the buddies are like, oh yeah, we understand now. So they're all now masters of using their superpowers. So, old CC is like, the true superpower is not you having superpowers that you use on your own. The true superpower is like teamwork. <clears throat> And using your powers together. Mm-hmm. And then he says, and B-Dog, because you're now made of rubber and electricity can't conduct through rubber, you can defend everyone if Drax attacks with his electric attacks. The stacks of attacks of electricity that Drax <laughs> contracts. So Okay, Sheriff, okay. Sheriff Sheriff Dan Drax, he comes back to the house and he's like, locks all the kids in the barn. I don't remember why that happens, but all the kids are still there and he locks them in the barn. How often are they using this rubber necking effect thing? It only happens. It happens later. Just keep your okay. fucking pants on. So the kids are in the barn and Bartleby's like. I have this stack of comics that I've never had before, but now I have. Now that we're locked in this barn, even though I would probably never store my comics in a barn because they're all polybagged and everything. What? And he's like, he's like, I think, I think we can all agree that the rumors are true. Cosmic Canine is real, and everything that happens in the story is a real thing. And we need to read these issues to find out how to beat Drex. So. Gramps is trying to fight Drax and they're on the roof and there's a lightning storm now. Cause Drax has used his computer inside his spaceship to draw a meteor to earth. But I don't remember why he does that, but that's like his nefarious plan. He's going to crash a meteor into earth. Okay. And within 30 seconds of him, like activating this like tractor beam to the meteor that's out in space to draw it to earth. There's breaking news on the TV that says there's a meteor headed to earth. And then it cuts to the woman reporter who's been in the episode a few times or the the installment a few times. And she's like, it's true. There's a meteor headed to Earth with disastrous, disastrous effects. Super buddies, why don't you save us? Mm. Um. So then Gramps gets in a fight with Drax and there's like this big thunderstorm that's going on because the atmosphere is changing from the meteorite coming down and gramps like uses a lightning rod to try and fight drax but gets shocked by the lightning oh gramps also got shocked by drax earlier with drax's like electric attacks Mm -hmm. and he was just stunned that's what um cosmic canine says i just stunned to be all right so (laughs) then drax sheriff dan drax is coming after the Super Buddies, and they're all using their powers in various ways to like... Oh, part of the training montage like rips off um, the training montage on Dagobah because Buddha lifts up the cows in the air and is like floating them independently of each other with his mm-hmm. mind while he's saying Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so um, Buddha like... Throws something at Drax and then knocks Drax over, and then um, Butterball and him getting like a headbutt competition and Butterball like knocks him away, and then he uses his electric powers to animate all these like farm implements, like tools and stuff, like sides and axes and shovels and shit, mm-hmm. and he throws him at the Super Buddies. But Rosebud runs really fast around the Super Buddies and he creates a vortex. And throws them all back at him, and he gets pinned to the wall by a bunch of like sharp, like farm implements.
1: Mm.
0: And then he shoots his electricity, but B Dog expands to be this like balloon and absorbs it all. And then he does it again, and B Dog does the same thing. And then Drax is like, "Fuck this!" And he picks up a tractor and is going to drop it on the the buddies, mm-hmm. but then Mudbud turns them all invisible. Now, mind you, Mudbud turns them invisible. He doesn't teleport, but he turns them right. invisible. And the tractor crashes down, but they're fine because... They're invisible. I guess, I guess they moved, maybe? Like, a few uh, feet over to the left or back or something? Um, but they don't get hurt. Um, is it invisibility where it's like they lose maybe essence? And it's like, even if it did crash on them, they're still able to just kind of, like, then move away? Well, that would be, like, etherealness. Yeah. But that's not that. It's just invisibility. Okay. okay. They're, they're very clear. Um, so they've all used their superpowers, uh, whatever. Sure. So then this dude shows up, and the dude is um uh shit, I can't remember what his name is. But he's like um the guy that like writes the cosmic canine captain canine whatever stories and so he's like talking about how captain canine was megesis but like lost the rings of power because he's in his this dog and it's his dog and so then drax they're like wow we can't beat him like with our superpowers and i can't remember one of the assholes is like but remember captain canine Remember when Megisus beat Drax, He didn't use his powers either; he used his mind. Hmm. So, B dog or Budo, one of them is like, "What we need to do is just give him the rings of power." So they give him the rings of power, and Drax is like, "Yeah, I got these rings of power. Now I'm going to go back to space and roll in Spireon." So he puts them in like his battery charger or whatever where they go. <laughs> Okay. And he blasts off into space, and then he's like, "Activate rings of power." <laughs> but what it is is they took the free rings of power that were coming in Purina dog food, and they gave them to him. And he goes, "Oh my god, it's plastic, and it melts, and his thing explodes." What? Yeah. Why is it? I don't understand. Why is it? Because explained? he they didn't have the real rings of power. They gave him fake rings of power. Okay. And he needed the rings of power to power his starship. Oh, to okay. Go okay. back to Inspira. Well Why would that? Okay does it matter what does it matter it doesn't matter this is what happens um fuck do you i don't remember what happens after that i looked away for a second and then the credits were rolling and it was like uh i don't know anyway the buddies win in the end and they learn that the true like superpower is teamwork and friendship and oh it's not the rings of power no, no. The uh, rings, of power, ring, rings of Power meaningless mm. because you don't have to be a superhero to be a superhero. Gotcha. It's the tagline of the movie. Mm. So, Space Buddies. So, the assumption then at this point is that the Buddies now are just superheroes forever. Mm, or they gave the Rings of Power back to Megesis. Mm. That can't happen. He explained that can't happen, right? Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. I don't honestly I don't remember what happened to the rings of power I don't remember what I was doing In the last like three minutes of this movie But it wasn't paying attention <laughs> Um So I can't really answer that question Once like Once because as soon as they gave him The rings of power I was like These motherfuckers gave him the fake rings of power Like that's what this shit's gonna be And then I was right and I felt like So proud of myself that uh, <laughs> Because she predicted the Buddies movie? Mm-hmm, I, figured, I, I figured out the end of the Buddies movie before the end of the Buddies movie. <laughs> um, so yeah, so where does this rank then? I still think that I... I I'm Treasure Buddies and Spooky Buddies are my two favorite Buddies movie. Mm-hmm. And then I guess it's this one and then Snow Buddies. <laughs> And then Buddies, Air Buddies, and then Space Buddies is the worst. Right. Okay. So this is like a middling score, or like a like a seven or something like that? It's the most ambitious of the Buddies movies, but it's also the one that, like, number one, it's absolutely the least believable of all the Buddies movies. Mm-hmm. Like, number one, the fact that Cosmic or Captain K-9 or whatever is supposedly the most popular comic book in the world and there's like seven issues of it. Right. That's ridiculous. Right. It's also really a stupid premise and the fact that like these aliens are coming down to Earth and body snatching people or creatures or whatever um, that's also unbelievable. Right. And even though I would argue that like spooky buddies is just as ridiculous spooky buddies is also meant to be like a one-off like halloween Halloween episode this is this is changing the entire buddies universe of course spooky buddies is also the only one that's like overtly religious which is also weird um i don't know i definitely like spooky buddies better though and there's no there's no farting in this movie from buddha so, if you're really, like, rounding out the Buddy's universe with this, and then you don't have Buddha uses, like, farts to somehow save the day, it, it really, it just, it loses all credulity, like, at that point. Because it's the only thing that, Bu- I'm sorry, not Buddha, Butterball. It's the only mm-hmm. thing that Butterball's good for. Right. And all of them have costumes that somehow illustrate, like, their defining traits. So... You like know, their superhero boot- traits or their no, no, they're traits. they're defining traits as buddies because okay. that's what matters is, right. Right. Uh, um, is you know their internal power as a buddy. It's like it's what you carry inside you that matters, not <laughs> some random superpower you got from these inspirion rings of power that came from across the galaxy, um, that have been sitting in uh, Grandpa um, Bartleby's fucking barn for however long. Um so what do what 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 do, what do they have like what what does b dog have this is his, like b dog awesome. is wearing like some kind of velour like crushed velvet thing with like the chain hanging out and buddha's wearing uh, i don't know I, I think i think there's a yin yang symbol on buddha's head um and rosebud is dressed like a girl and Butterball and Bartleby have like more traditional like Superman costumes. Um Mud Bud, what is he wearing? I don't remember what Mud Bud is wearing something. Something he can get dirty because, you know, he's disgusting. Um I can't tell from the cover. Is he wearing like the one of is he one of the ones wearing like the face mask? They're all wearing face masks except for oh. Only two of them on the cover are wearing face masks and the rest are not. I see the... the... So, if you're looking at the cover, Rosebud is on the left. Sure.
1: Butterball is on
0: the right. Then, I guess that's Mudbud on the right behind. And then, Buddha and B-Dog is all the way in the back b-dog's in the back yeah b-dog is definitely not the um the hero yeah he got demoted in this movie butter but butterball is really the hero but honestly it's also the kids that are the hero um which also kind of (laughs) ruins and the idea that like you don't need to be a superhero to have superpowers or you don't have to have superpowers to be a superhero or something i don't know whatever whatever you're supposed to uh like glean morally from this episode yeah um
1: so yeah, who, i don't know who was lollipop
0: in this do you know lollipop is that a thing yeah there's like a, a strawberry and a lollipop and oh they're probably pigs gotcha okay so <laughs> or or maybe they're the cows
1: I think there is there is as
0: cow yeah that's Deborah Jo Rupp is a cow right yeah what was Zendaya was a cow or no right because um what's her name is a chicken Amy Sedaris she's a chicken mm-hmm. and then Chris Coppola is a bull who is like a super especially because it's Chris Coppola like kind of racist like Hispanic stereotype mm. that talks about how he wants to gore a matador Hmm. but yeah i mean this movie is notable for um technically zendaya's first film performance um not tv obviously but film uh which is something i guess it Um, is something did this movie kill john ratzenberger he's still alive is he is he um he is still alive Oh my God, he's only 75. How old was he when he was? So, what does that make him like? I don't know. He's yeah, in his 30s. He did not look like to me like being in his 30s when he was on Cheers. I mean, I was young then, so I always thought everybody was old, but he certainly, certainly got that Arn Anderson thing going on, I think, a little bit, where he always looks older. No, he's still working. He's did a voice in Kingdom Hearts 3 a couple years ago. Anyway. All right. Um, Random food chat question. Oh my goodness. Don't want to go on at all about it. Just I can't remember if we talked about this last year. Circus Peanuts. Yeah. Like or like the the candies Uh what are your feelings on those i have a pretty strong nostalgic uh, affection for circus peanuts okay My, my grandma used to um buy them and bring them up with her when she would come up to visit or she would always have them in her house too yeah i think in hindsight circus peanuts are probably pretty gross um just because like I don't know. I mean, what are they? Just sugar, basically. Sugar, sugar and I food coloring. Yeah, yeah. I think so. But as a kid, like Circus Peanuts are pretty delicious. Yeah. Because so. I don't eat candy like that much. Like you, you know, I don't have any candy like ever at the house or anything like that. But every Christmas, I always end up because the candies I do like are Circus Peanuts, orange slices, like. Mm-hmm. You're pellet. talking about like the the gelatin orange slices. Yeah. Like yeah, the, the those candy are good. Air um yeah um so they like brandy and my mom always get me like the gorm like this gourmet company kind of like you know that does like i don't know somehow like they are better like than just like what you buy in the store um and then pez so yeah and i ate way too many circus peanuts yesterday nice that's good yeah that's the only food chat question no Oh. No, it was just a random food chat question. Oh, okay, all right, just <laughs> just just throwing that in there. Just 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 wondering, just uh, to just, just trying just... trying to lower my chagrin level. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I don't know. We, I told you I didn't have anything to talk about this week, and then after the podcast last week with food chat, but then you you wanted to keep you want you said there's plenty of things to talk about, and I asked if we talked about fast food, and you said no. Everyone likes um, food chat um so i figured we were just gonna talk about fast food Um you don't want to you don't know want a chagrin score here i asked you what the chagrin, where do you rate it and like so i, I said did... like a seven. And oh, you, you like... said you just said a middling and i said yeah but it, yeah it's seven seven yeah. score no i said a seven a specific well rate. i wasn't paying attention to you i was thinking about singing <laughs> about bro chacho yeah i you just ignored my, 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 whether it was a seven or not. Well, oh, it's a seven. That's fine. All right. So food chat, uh, fast food. Um, so when was the last time that you had fast food? I had Burger King last mm-hmm. week. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. You did tell me that Frankie <laughs> and I got it one night for dinner because yep. I was too lazy to cook anything. Mm-hmm um now is that your go-to if you do get fast food mm. yeah the majority of the time okay so let's just talk burger joints first then if that's the case okay um what do we got we got uh mcdonald's Burger uh-huh. king yeah, wendy's sure uh i guess sonic five guys five guys right yeah do you i mean i know it's fast food but it's like do you count five guys five guys has that like weird to me it's all perception i think like or like marketing but it's like they feel like they're slightly above fast food Mm, i think it's just better packaged fast food yeah, because it's kind of like Jake's. Like, I never thought of Jake's. I know Jake's is fast food, like Jake's Burgers around here, but it's like it never felt like fast food as much. It felt like they focused on burgers and stuff so much that it's like... So... Yeah. Heaster probably will correct us via text. I imagine that Five Guys probably makes their patties fresh from ground beef. Where they're, like, actually shaping and forming a patty, even if it's, like, through, like, a mold or something. Right. Um, Whereas, when, if you've ever worked at a fast food place like Burger King or McDonald's or whatever, and I worked at McDonald's when I was a kid, um, that stuff all just comes preformed and prepackaged. Like, you're not actually, like, making a hamburger. You know, in Burger King, they're taking, like, a Whopper. They have, like, the mise en place or whatever of, like, all their ingredients, and they're, like, putting the Whopper in their microwave to, like, heat it up for you. Or I guess they're flame grilling it or whatever. But it's basically going on a patty to go on a bun. Patty on a bun with all the, the cheese and then heat it up and then the ingredients on top or whatever. Right. So, Five Guys is probably, like, more of a, like, human assembly. Mm-hmm. All right. So, and then I guess there's also Hardee's. Um, mm, yeah, Hardee's. And... Uh, and of course, we're gonna miss things because, like, locale wise, like we don't have a right. We don't here. have we don't have an in and out. We don't In-N-Out, have a Whataburger. Right. We don't have a Checkers, sure. really. Right. There's Absolutely. no um Jack in the Box. You Carl, know, no Carl's Jr. Right. Yeah. Like around here, like um, oh, there's Culvers in the Midwest. That's fucking amazing. Mm. That we don't have. Mm. Um. So, so let's kind of like go down the line, just like. I guess the things that are common to those places, which is uh burgers and fries. So it's mm-hmm. like uh I won't ask you to rate, but it's like what what are your just general feelings on like burgers first between all those places? Like who has the best burger? Yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. I honestly think Burger King is the best burger. hmm. What's the difference? Like, why is that better than um McDonald's or Wendy's? Like Um Honestly, with Burger King, it's the, it's the vegetable ingredients. I mean, I guess I enjoy the taste of like the quote unquote, like flame world Whopper better, like the flame cooked like patty, but really it's the fact that it's raw onion on there. Mm. It's not like diced, like onion, like on a McDonald's burger or like a White Castle or whatever. It's like a uh, slices of onion, tomato and lettuce, that all tastes like relatively fresh um and then there's no weird sauce on a burger on a a whopper it's just you know mayo right i don't know it's just it it it, to me it tastes more like what i consider a traditional now i don't know how any of this stuff is made because it's you don't know the origins of your food yes thank you um that's what i was setting you up for um so but like i know like mcdonald's is like like what pink ooze right like or pink slime or whatever it is um that was being called like a decade ago um like in terms of like the way it's made now or like the other fan like is do you know if like burger king and stuff is like basically pink slime i have no idea i don't think mcdonald's uses pink slime anymore because of that Hmm. i think i read an article that it doesn't but i don't know for sure um again something that he can correct us on. right yeah google but i ain't looking shit up so um so so do you so if you want between Wendy's and McDonald's like which which burger is better well it depends um Mm. their specialty burgers they both have their ones that are really like good um I'm actually a fan of the Whopper or the Big Mac okay um i think the big mac is a pretty classic taste um Mm -hmm. and if you're just thinking about like a fast food burger big mac's pretty iconic um they have a new smoky quarter pounder that's got like some sauce on it and bacon that's pretty Mm -hmm. delicious Hmm. i had one of them i can't remember a while ago no i guess that may be the last fast no i had burger king since then Anyway, so that's pretty good. Um, Wendy's Baconator is pretty delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a pretty good fast food burger. Um, just a standard Five Guys burger is pretty delicious, but if we're not going to consider that... Um, we can consider that. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that. I've heard that In-N-Out burgers are really great, but have never had the chance to right. sample one. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, I always preferred Burger King like burgers um always like i th- i think depending on the wendy's location wendy's like they're like they kind of quarter pounders are pretty good at times um but i had a bad experience at wendy's one time like really bad experience and it's kind of turned me off of wendy's like kind of forever um because of it uh because like i like started eating their burger one time and they got to the center and it was like absolutely raw yeah um so I think the Whopper is the best fast food burger because of its size and contents. Mm -hmm. Because it's substantially, it feels substantially larger. Like, yes, you can hold a Big Mac in one hand and eat a Big Mac. Sure. But you have to hold a Whopper in two hands for a substantial portion of eating that Whopper. It's got big bun. Yeah. And you cannot lie. And it's pretty delicious. You know, like that big bun. Well, it gives you that classical feel like yeah, I can I can see Frank. So it's like I can see he's like holding both hands up like, you know, and it gives you that like feel of like, you know, something substantial. Yeah, because you got to use like both hands to eat it. Like, you know, um, like, I don't know, but I just I I, I really enjoy the taste of a, of a Whopper. It tastes like yeah. it tastes like the burgers that we used to grill out when I was a kid at my aunt's house, like my aunt and uncle had a pool and we would go down there like you know, a couple weekends every summer and we would like cook it out and swim all day. And just like that, you know, they had a charcoal grill, you know, so, cause my dad always had like propane grills. So, you know, actually having like the charcoal with the flame, like there was just a different taste to it and it was just mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. All right. So fries, mm. which has best fry for the majority of my life, I would have said McDonald's um, has the best fries, um but anymore i don't know like none of them like all their fries are just kind of weak like mcdonald's did something where mcdonald's fries used to have like just the right amount of substance and like the perfect like salt blend with like that potatoey taste where it Mm tastes like a real potato Mm -hmm. and they've lost that like they're smaller now it's almost like um like those potato sticks that you get in the cans or whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, really? What I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't had McDonald's in like at least like four years, I think. Like, you so. see, when I when I was young, you used to be able to grab like three McDonald's fries in between your like make like a lobster pincher with your hands. Yeah. You grab three McDonald's fries and that was the perfect size to dip in a packet of hot mustard or sweet and sour sauce and eat. Because that's my preferred Because that's your preferred. Eat. Okay. All right. I, I love McDonald's Hot Mustard. It's the best condiment, like, side condiment that exists. I miss those little, like, uh, little containers that you can squirt the ketchup into. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. also three would also be perfect for that dipping as well. <clears throat> but I would say the Chick-fil-A's fries, even though we're talking about burger joints, mm-hmm. I think Chick-fil-A's, like, their waffle fries are probably the best, like, fast food fry. Yeah, I, I think I I think I probably agree with that. um their regular fries are okay. Their waffle fries are really good. Um I think Wendy's, but I could be I think Wendy's is probably the best fry. Really? Like the traditional. I think so. Now, le- now I'm talking a long time ago now. But what, go ahead. I think I know what you're I could I could be like a, like a Pavlovian thing. Wendy's potato wedges Mm. are fucking amazing. I don't know anything about that. So Wendy's, instead of having like hash rounds or a hash brown like McDonald's and Burger King have, Wendy's have like a fried seasoned potato wedge that's like maybe like two to to three inches, like an inch and a half to two inches long and you know, like a semicircle and it's a wedge. And it's seasoned with, you know, salt and pepper and some kind of, like, spice blend. And they're amazing. They're, like, yeah. crisp. I, mean, I, I, I know what inside. a potato wedge is. I just didn't know that they had those. I've never been to Wendy's since they've had potato wedges. That but they have, they, I don't know if they start I don't eat Wendy's for lunch. I kind yeah. of find Wendy's to be gross. But <laughs> I really enjoy Wendy's for breakfast because the Wendy's breakfast Baconator is... Wendy's breakfast is by far... The the greatest fast food breakfast on the planet. Really, I didn't even know that they serve There's, there's nothing that even compares to Wendy's breakfast. They have a thing that's a biscuit that's brushed with honey, with us with sausage and Swiss cheese in the middle. That sounds like really a, good. Like a flaky biscuit. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. They've got a chicken breakfast sandwich. That's amazing. They've got the um. The the breakfast baconator is, I don't know if it's a pretzel roll. It's some kind of like dark, darker roll, like almost like maybe like a pub pub burger roll, and then a sausage patty, bacon, like a really thick, fluffy, cheesy, like egg round in the middle. I'm looking and at they it have now, some, yeah. And dude, it is so good. I mean, it's like probably like 900 calories for that sandwich. Sure. So you can only eat it like once a year and only then if you like have made peace with your God or whatever. But it's fucking delicious, man. It's so good. But I always I used to hate Wendy's fries. Do you remember when the first Wendy's opened in Elkton? Um in the place that's now seasons pizza. <laughs> Sorry. You look up the calorie count on your nutrition and it doesn't say calories. Um, it says energy. 704. Hmm. <laughs> that probably means like 1500 calories now i think that is probably is the calories but it's like they things somehow get away with because it says like kcal like next to it yeah um like in parentheses um but yeah they don't call it calories they say energy nice fucking <laughs> ass way to yeah. sell it but mm-hmm. anyway the energy you get from that is yeah. is deadly <laughs> I mean, hey, that's how I need to start framing everything in life. Like, what? What is this? Like, you know, what? Like, sixteen hundred energy? What shit? I need energy. Um, I'm I'm generating four hundred joules from smoking this cigarette. I'm putting (laughs) out all these watts. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: Yeah, I I got I got four hundred grams of cinders. Ridiculous! Um, holy oh shit! Now I lost my train of thought because I was something else I wanted to ask you about. So, okay, so did Wendy's introduce the potato wedge? Do you think, like, in response to like other places having things like, you know, Burger King like having like onion rings like as an alternative to fries? Like, do you think like that was like? So, what about these other sides like that places have at times like um? Well, Wendy's has the best sides too, I think. Yeah. Baked potato, chili. I mean, how are you gonna beat that? Right? That shit's delicious. Okay. Wendy's I'll... chili is disgusting, you know, but it's mm-hmm. it tastes good. Okay. Take some of their hot sauce packets, put them in there, crumble up some crackers, and you dip your fries in it. It's fucking delicious. <laughs> your potato wedges. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, so uh I guess we can uh any so I remember Hardy's having a good breakfast back back in the day. When I was young, Hardy's mm-hmm. breakfast was fucking yeah. good. I don't know if that's still the case or not. Um I haven't eaten at a Hardy's in I don't know. Well we didn't have a Hardy's forever around here until what, like five years ago they built that one, maybe six. Yeah. Um but I've never like stopped there to eat or anything like that so you know hardy's and carl's jr are the same thing right and are they i'm pretty sure i mean they have them separated out like on this like corporate list here um i think it just depends on the part of the country you're in is what you're gonna get the last time i ate at a hardy's because i've never eaten at the hardy's in elkton i don't think right um the last time i ate at a hardy's was when chuck and i were driving down to a comic-con in north carolina in charlotte and we stopped at a Hardee's for lunch in Virginia somewhere. Okay, like halfway there, um, and that's the last Hardee's that the I. The last had. time I ate at a Hardee's was probably like 1991. Was did you ever eat at the Hardee's that is in Elkhorn? Of course, oh, okay. Seven Eleven. Yeah, where Seven yeah. Eleven is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we yeah, used to eat breakfast eat. there a lot. We used to stop at Roy Rogers for breakfast in the morning. Me and Chuck. Mm. Um, the one that was in Northeast Plaza where the yeah. Burger King is now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we used to go there a couple times a week because Roy Rogers breakfast is really good. Yeah. Um, but we went there once and I got an orange juice and the orange juice had been expired for like, <laughs> like I opened it and took a sip and it was like sipping like hot poison. And I spit it out and I looked and it was expired for like six months. And we never went back to gotcha. Roy Rogers for breakfast. Chuck probably went without telling me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we never stopped going to work anymore
1: Uh,
0: um i don't know how to okay like so let's trans let's let's slowly transition into chicken um but Mm. like let's do it through the traditional burger places that have chicken sandwiches like have you have you tried like the chicken sandwiches at like burger king and mcdonald's and the wendy's and all that kind of stuff and like burger burger king's um italian chicken sandwich used to be my favorite chicken sandwich okay the one that's got the marinara sauce. Yeah, the marinara the sauce. I, I had it a long time ago, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. for the longest time, a uh, spicy chicken sandwich from McDonald's was my chicken sandwich of choice. It's a good one, yeah. Um, but I mean Chick-fil-A, I think is the spicy Chick-fil-A sandwich is by far the best like chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. I know you're talking about traditional burger joints, but if you Yeah, in- yeah, but that's fine. We can cuz we need to transition probably to the 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 chicken joints like um Anyway, so there is Chick-fil-A. And I mean, um, do you know anybody that doesn't like Chick-fil-A? Yes, I work with a man that refuses to eat Chick-fil-A every time we get it. For political reasons? Or yeah, for, for political reasons. Oh, okay. Do you know anybody that like, doesn't like Chick-fil-A besides the political stances of you know the, the owners and stuff like that? My mom loves things from Chick-fil-A, but will not eat their sandwiches because of the pickle. And even the idea that a pickle could be on it, like she just gets chicken nuggets every time, or whatever Chick fil A calls her chicken nuggets. Um, I'm not a big fan of the pickle, but I've never heard that that kind of thing before. She won't eat anything that had a pickle on it. Oh, no, 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 that has any kind of, like, vinegar base or mayonnaise base or any anything like that. She will not eat condiments except for ketchup. No um, yeah, mayo, she gets you said? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, my God. No, my mother is, like, <laughs> entirely anti-mayo. Really? Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever heard this before. Like, that's crazy. Um. <clears throat> all right. So, um... L- Okay, I I have more questions about Chick-fil-A then. Um, okay. So what do you think is the best Chick-fil-A sandwich then? Oh, it's a spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah? Standard? Yeah. Like that's that's the... 100%. It's amazing. You don't need anything else. Number one, they give you like twice as much chicken as there is bun. It's true that they do give you a lot of chicken with that one. Yeah. And then you got... The spicy breading, and you got the pickle, and that's all you need. Yeah, and that, that buttered roll, like it's just sometimes the simplest thing is the best. So, what is it? Your order is that and waffle fries. Waffle fries, yeah, with yeah. um whatever they call that sauce, Polynesian sauce or whatever. Oh, you do the Polynesian, mm-hmm. which is a runner up to the second best to the um, hot mustard from. Uh, McDonald's that's actually the one downfall to Burger King is none of the dipping sauces of Burger King are appealing they're all gross Mm. like everything tastes off dipping dipping sauces are important I agree I I prefer the Chick-fil-a sauce over the I mean they're both good but it's like I prefer the Chick-fil-a over the Polynesian I like that sweetness and tang of the Polynesian sauce I mean I don't mind Chick-fil-a sauce but it's not my go-to like I'm always getting the Polynesian sauce when I go um yeah it's it's amazing like i i don't i've never met anybody so i'd be interested to hear i never met anybody that says like now nah, i don't like chick-fil-a it's either like yeah i like chick-fil-a or like i'm completely like obsessed with chick-fil-a and eat it as often as possible like it's that that's the spectrum yeah, that i've uh, met in my life i think i'm fall firmly in the i like chick-fil-a yeah I don't go out of my way to eat Chick-fil-A. Right. Um, but when it's offered, like, I'll always eat it. I mean, I haven't had Chick-fil-A... I think i had it once in the past year. But, like, the problem with Chick-fil-A always is, like, when I'm out and I think, like, you know what? I can get some Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is always so fucking busy. It's Like, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with it. So, we have an... In we call it the employee engagement budget at work. Um, So it's for meals and t-shirts and giveaways, like whatever, like anytime we're going to spend money on our staff, we have this budget that we can pull from. Um, But it's different every month. So on months where our budget is lower or months where we want to like buy everybody like t-shirts or something, which is a pretty expensive thing to do, we'll get them Chick-fil-A for lunch for that Mm -hmm. month. So Chick-fil-A caters, they bring you um, these two like plug-in warmers that are filled with sandwiches, however many mm-hmm. sandwiches you get. We usually do half spicy, half regular. Mm-hmm. And then they bring you bags that have um, their waffle potato chips in them, which are actually really good. Hmm. And one of their cookies, which are really good. Um, and then they give you a selection of sauces. So I always get a spicy chicken. Um, and then I take like six or seven Polynesian sauces to secrete into my... Um, not, se- not not se- I'd like to hide in my desk so when i get like when i order out fast food like once a month i have a sauce that i can take and dip which is good so okay now i'm like interested with the condiments still like so would your mom does your mom ever get condiments if you like for like food that you eat like i mean so what what is what is acceptable and what's not like if she got chick-fil-a would you use any condiments? Like, no. if, even if the pickle, like, say the pickle doesn't exist, like, right? Just ketchup. That's it. That's it. Yep. No Chick Fil A sauce. Nope. Ketchup. Hundred percent. Nothing but ketchup. What about? I mean, is mustard acceptable on anything? My mom tells this apocryphal story about how when she was a child, her brothers put mustard on a knife and chased her around trying to get her to eat the mustard. And it scarred her for life, so she can't smell mustard without getting, like, scared. So she shouldn't, should not eat mustard. <laughs> I don't mean to be, like, dishing out all of Mama Pelican secrets, but this is... She gets scared. Yeah, it makes it sense. Cl- she, she, cl- she hates mustard. She hates, so she'll tell you that she hates anything with vinegar in it, and then you point out that ketchup has vinegar. Right. And she says that's okay. Because you can't taste the vinegar and ketchup. Even though I think that vinegar think- is like a, a, a prime note in like ketchup when Yeah. What about barbecue sauces? Does she eat barbecue? Some barbecue sauces she'll do. Like she likes sweet baby rays. Um but she doesn't really eat anything with barbecue sauces. But it's like is it like kind of like the more like darker barbecue sauces, like the sweeter like, ones, like the yeah, the 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 tomato based barbecue sauces, like tomato and honey and brown sugar and whatever. So, like a Carolina sauce, like just be no, right? Yo, oh, no. no, 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 Jesus God, no, <laughs> no. She, my mother, over the past two years has basically devolved into a person that lives on blue bunny ice cream cones and cheese sandwiches. And a cheese sandwich is really like like a, 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 like, like that's like a whole meal for like a day. Like, oh, I ate a cheese sandwich at lunch. Yeah. Mom, what are you going to have for dinner? Well, you guys eat this food. I'm going to eat this ice cream cone. And then that's what she does. She sits there yeah. while you're eating food and she eats an ice cream cone. And the crazy thing is, is like my mom is who taught me how to cook. Like my mom can cook right. really good food, but she never has tasted My mom makes the best potato salad You will ever eat in your life And I say this Not out of like pride or familial like, like oblige or whatever Literally like the best potato salad I've ever had in my life My mother makes My mother has no idea what potato salad tastes like When you tell her her potato salad is amazing She will say to you well, I don't know. I'm not tasting that shit It's gross <laughs> mm-hmm. My mom makes amazing chili. Right. I mean, it's, it's very simple, but her chili, you know, it's like onions, peppers, ground beef, beans, the tomato, whatever's is this, the seasoning. Amazing. Like, her chili is perfect. Like, it's got just the right amount of heat and, like, slight sweetness and mm-hmm. savoriness, and she's never tasted her chili. My mom won't eat onions. She won't eat pickles. She doesn't even like beef anymore. Like, she refuses to eat beef most of the time. No condiments aside from ketchup. So know yeah, so, so even n- without vinegar, that. like like a holiday salt, like no. Oh no, salt. no! No 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 <laughs> no. You're you're nuts. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> ketchup. That's it. <laughs> so it's like me when I was five. I was just about to say my mom has the palate of like a four-year-old right? <laughs> right? and so she'll she'll meet like small children that also have limited palates yeah and she'll use that as justification as to why she's right that all the food that we're eating is disgusting because we, we, like, cause we were pure when we were younger like, like, they know? He no 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 she's not getting all high-minded she's like oh. see that six-year-old news oh, she, <laughs> she doesn't eat garlic like, we've ordered food from out, like from pets or Bigfoots or casinos yeah. or whatever. And she will sit there with, and she'll say, like, I want a plain chicken cheese steak with mushrooms, and that's it. She gets no condiments on it. She doesn't even get ketchup on it. Right. She just wants chicken and diced mushrooms fried on a grill. And she will take a bite of the sandwich. And no I No cheese? To... Cheese on uh, it? Yeah, yeah, she gets Okay. All right. It. I swear to fucking God, she will take one bite. And she will pull a piece of something out of her mouth and be like, this is an onion. And then she won't eat any more of the sandwich. Like, she refuses to eat after that. Is she she imagining the onion? I don't know. You can never tell. I say it is. I tell her the onion's psychosomatic. And she Mm -hmm. says, no, it's there. And she points to this thing on her plate that was in her mouth. And she says it's an onion. Uh And she claims that it's because, like, nobody cleans their grills. So there's just onions on everything. And so anytime she orders food, it's got... I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she's, like, entirely like maybe maybe she can taste the onion i don't know maybe we have we have tried experiments where she's refused she's like taking a bite of something and refused to eat it because she says it's too oniony and we've all tasted it to like see if we can taste Mm -hmm. the onion and no one else can ever taste the onion but then you start to think maybe i can taste the onion because like she gets in your mind and she makes you crazy where you're like thinking (laughs) like but the thing is like i like the onion so i don't mind it right right you can't take on that perspective, necessarily. She this cooks is, with onions all the time, but she just needs more. Them. This is more fat. So like she cooks stuff that she's never actually tasted before. Mm-hmm. Quite many things. My huh. mom makes creamed onions at Thanksgiving, where she takes the little pearl onions, you know, boils yeah. them, de-skins them, or whatever you call it, and then cooks them in like What's in essence kind of like 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 a bechamel sauce kind of or like like a like a seasoned Alfredo kind of with like breadcrumbs. It's amazing. They're so fucking good. No idea what they taste like. Hmm. She has been making them for 48 fucking years for my dad. Right. And has it perfected where she understands like what to put in everything. Now, there's something she does eat, which there's something she likes that I find really weird that she likes. My mom loves liver. Like liver is one of the most like distinctly flavored, that's pungent. You know, yeah, like gamey tastes that you can eat. Yeah, I, and look, I love liver, but I completely understand when people say that they hate liver. Like, I get right. it, a hundred percent. Right, because it's very much like you really have to acquire the taste for that thing. She loves it. Loves chicken livers, man. She'll fry up some chicken livers and we eat them. And I'm thinking, like, how does this woman like this stuff? Right. Like she loves it. She likes the taste of Old Bay. Old Bay has garlic, cumin, chili powder, whatever, like, all these things that she won't eat individually, but she likes them all together because it's Old Bay. What? Yeah, I know, so, isn't that one. So she... So, like, cumin by itself might be no good, but because it's part of Old Bay, she likes it? Yeah, I no, no, it's weird she she will never eat a taco like you could never convince her to eat anything that comes, comes south of the border even a quesadilla she's going to be such That's why I was she's I was actually it. going to ask you about a quesadilla cuz she just she, chicken she's going to tell cheese. you she's going to tell you that somebody was waving onions over that quesadilla while they were cooking it and she can taste the spirit of the onion. because my mom like refuses like kind of like to eat Mexican cuz she's never actually had it so she like she's like suspicious like she she thinks she won't like it cuz it has like maybe onion or green peppers and she's not sure like like and she doesn't know what she's doing so she avoids it but it's like i've gotten her to just get quesadillas with just chicken and cheese nope because and the she, chicken the chicken's got some weird shit on it chris this is what my mom will tell you <laughs> they, they did some weird shit to that chicken i can't eat it she makes this thing and I've told you about this before she makes this dish called she calls party chicken uh-huh. party chicken is chicken breasts that have chipped beef on the bottom of them and then they're wrapped in bacon and then they're cooked in a sauce that's a combination of like cream of mushroom there, 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 there's some like of the Campbell soups in there and like it's there. like the taste of it is very smoky and savory and salty like it's got a really distinctly like salty taste Mm -hmm. and she loves it like she'll eat party chicken and i like you could give her like shit on a shingle and she wouldn't eat it like you just don't have the chicken there you're just making like a like a a white gravy with like you know chip beef oh no i don't want that that's disgusting i'm just saying that's my mom man Oh, and my 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 father is the same way, but like the opposite end of the spectrum. Like my dad will sit there. My my dad made sauerkraut. My my dad has gotten into fermenting things. Like this is his new obsession: is gotcha. making fermented vegetables. So he makes like gardenia and sauerkraut and pickles and whatever. Like, and it's all really good. Like his sauerkraut is probably the best sauerkraut I've ever eaten in my life. But he won't eat a pea. You know, he <laughs> won't. He won't. He won't eat, he won't eat rye bread why don't you like rye bread oh it comes near my nose it makes me want to throw the fuck up you know and it's like now where is that come from is that because know. of a bad experience is that because like no, he it's, just... it's, I what i think it is is i think my dad has found the things that my mom likes and my dad is so offended by the fact that my mom doesn't like onions and whatever that my dad wants to eat that he's just like developed the psychosomatic um, hatred for the things that my mom enjoys <laughs> so my mom who doesn't like anything like pungent or fermented or pickled my mom will eat the fuck out of some rye bread and you're like mom like this is a really and I don't say this because I don't want to like freak her out but like you know it's there, there. there's some like complex flavors going on in like a really good like marbled rye right she loves it she'll eat it yeah that's like I don't like I, yeah, I don't like rye bread. like I, I I've tried it multiple times, just trying to get into it. I can't do it to me. rye bread is circumstantial with where it works and where it doesn't. like if there's certain sandwiches when you make it with the rye, it's the absolute perfect bread for that sandwich. But there's other sandwiches where rye bread doesn't work. I at think all. I think the Sam give me an example of a sandwich that rye bread would work with. You do turkey bacon swiss dijon mustard rye bread good sandwich nah okay well that actually defeats what i was going to say but i don't think i could i don't i don't like i don't like the italian meats on rye like i don't like salami absolutely i can see that being terrible here yeah. capicola you know bologna not not good on rye right. corned beef on rye delicious turkey on rye delicious there you go so so i'm not a big fan of corned beef and like i I have a feeling a lot of things that would go well with rye is my like working thesis is things i wouldn't like anyway do you like tavern ham or virginia baked ham or like black pepper ham like the sweeter cured hams yeah sure those go well on rye okay like Mm -hmm. i have this i I get Uh. this rosemary ham from martin's it's Boar's Head Rosemary Crusted Ham, so you get this nice, like just slight bite of rosemary when like you bite into it. But it's like a really good, like like sugar cured ham mm-hmm. that Swiss and mustard on rye, fucking delicious. Okay, I don't mm-hmm. know. We're we're mm. we're getting past our fast food chat with my well uh, so... Pele- Pelicone predilection but, but, chat. But, yeah. <laughs> um it's fine um i it's an interesting conversation i'm fine with it like kind of like veering into into a different direction um but i mean we are like close like an hour and 20 minutes or so um so we 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 do need to talk about the future um the future of fast food um uh the future of 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 the midweek podcast um Uh I was going to say it's salad Works. <laughs> yeah? Is that it's what you not, think? I don't know. I'm not a fan of Saladworks. Um, I mean, I think... Do you think... I mean, Taco Bell is lost standing. I don't want to talk about Taco Bell in incomplete in yet. But it's like um, Taco Bell is like lost standing in recent years, it feels like to me in a lot of ways. And I think Taco Bell is probably going to come back like I, I i don't know what's going to happen but i think taco bell is going to like uh become preeminent like uh, in the next they, like, 10 years again they got to they they got to fix some shit they do taco they do. bell used to absolutely be far and away my number one fast food restaurant like right. i would get taco bell over sure i would go to taco bell over like real restaurants sometimes right because i love taco bell because taco bell and i know you said you don't want to talk about it but i was going to say this taco bell for many many years was the perfect combination of satisfying and filling food for very low cost right like where you could get something that tasted good filled you up and you'd spend three to five dollars and be done dude and not let's not just say fill you up real quick if we're just going to talk about this aspect of it it's like you could get something where it's like you could feel like a disgusting piece of shit by how much you ate and you still only spent like $9 and like 10 cents or something like that. Dude, if you were spending $9 and 10 cents, you are a disgusting piece of <laughs> shit. Because at one point, that at was one so point, I was fucking... a disgusting piece of shit. So like, that, yes, would, right. that would be like spending like $25 I... to talk about today. <laughs> right. I, I I used to get the chili cheese burrito. I'd get one of them and that yeah. was a dollar. 99 cents. Right. And I would get three soft tacos mm-hmm. with, you know, hot sauce. And that was yeah. my meal. And I get a drink. Right. And that would be like $4 and some odd cents. You know, I'd get changed back from a five. And I'd be completely full when I was done. Yeah. Now I am thinking before the dollar menu, like when I'm thinking about this, but I was also big in the chalupas. So chalupas are always a little bit more expensive than, like, you know, the things that ultimately became part of the dollar menu um and i was also big in the nachos bel grande also added on to the price and stuff like that i yeah, fucking I never, love a Nacho bel grande i'm super Mexican sad pizzas chili. i loved, loved no i hated Mexican pizzas. Ah, see yeah yeah they we're, were disgusting we're different the the chili cheese burrito is in my opinion the greatest thing that taco bell ever had that they just got rid of yeah you know yeah. what it was exactly what it says it was chili and cheese in yeah. a tortilla, and they'd bake it and it come out like the fucking fires of hell where you'd bite into it and it would ooze down your face and burn like your cheeks and your fucking fat goddamn chin. Yeah, you know, I mean, they have that again, right? No, they don't have I, a chili cheese brew. You, are you sure? I don't know. Not the last time I went to Taco Bell. Yeah, it's $2.79. Yeah, they got it. It's 380 calories. What? Where are you looking at that? Taco Bell's website? Maybe at some Taco Bell's, but not at our Taco Bell. Okay, well, let's do this real quick. Let's let's perform. I'm this on DoorDash right now. What? I'm going Get out on here. I'm going to look on the Taco Bell. Why? Why would I put in? It's going to be 51 minutes if I were to Taco Bell right now, but they'll still deliver it to me <laughs> for like fucking like 86 dollars or something like that. But um, it's 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 free delivery from Taco Bell now. Man, burritos. They... Quesarito, Beefy Five Layer Burrito, Burrito Supreme, Double Steak Grilled Cheese Burrito, Beefy Melt Burrito, Chipotle Ranch Grilled Chicken Burrito, Spicy Double Steak Grilled Cheese Burrito, Bean Burrito, Cheesy Bean and Rice Burrito, Black Bean case, Quesarito, Fiesta Veggie Burrito, and Salsa Verde Grilled Chicken Burrito. You know what's not on there? A Chili Cheese Burrito. Hey, yeah, you're right. So some... That's really weird that it's I mean, you know this kind of stuff better than me. I mean I, I, I don't live in the real world, I live in the world of academia. So how how does that work with franchises? Like does like I shouldn't it be more uniform than that? Well, there's some things that are like national nationwide promotions that you don't have a choice but to do.
1: hmm
0: Um, and then there's other things where I'm pretty sure you can just opt in um to whether or not you're gonna whether or not you're gonna do it. Hmm um and i'm assuming that maybe the chili cheese burrito is one of those things it's probably how much did you say it was two dollars two dollars and 79 cents yes that's not a dollar menu item i don't know right maybe they found it was not popular in this area maybe um maybe they felt like it was more popular maybe in the south you can get a chili cheese burrito or let me tell you what though i mean not that i could eat it but it's like that that beefy five layer and the supreme both look fucking amazing oh yeah yeah they're good although my preference is the quesarito yeah you know, here here's here's the pro has digital exclusive uh, here's, apparently some of these are digital exclusives um i don't know what it, that even fucking means like in the context i think i do but it's like so it's like the the quesarito has here's what i don't like at taco bell is like I don't feel like the rice, when they have rice and things, works out. It it becomes messy to me, the rice. Maybe it's my eating technique. I don't know. But it's like, I feel like anything involving rice stuffed in something um, at Taco Bell becomes problematic in the long run. It used to not be that way, though, because they used to have a um, chicken rice burrito. Right. That... um i've gotten that the rice was mixed with like salsa i guess yeah there was some kind of like tomato based like hot sauce in the rice that bound the rice together (laughs) so when you would bite into it right like the rice wasn't falling out it was like a hunk in the middle of the burrito yeah um i don't know why that bothers me when like say like the the sour cream falling out didn't bother me it's because I could like easily just scoop up the sour cream right. with the, rest the of sour cream just like I... becomes a dip that you then sure sure that's probably what it is but um if I'm thinking it through but it's like it's it's actually bothering me looking at like the black bean quesarito and some of the other ones with rice because it's like I just can all I can see is the rice getting ready to fall out um it's bothersome to me As well, don't I mean, ever get a chili cheese there, buddy. causes because... me anxiety the salsa verde grilled chicken burrito also looks alright. That's probably but, delicious. Yeah. Here's the problem though with Taco Bell now. Uh-huh. There's not a lot of ingredients in the Taco Bell um like any other um food. Like when you get a soft taco from Taco Bell, it used to be stuffed with meat and vegetables and the lettuce was always really like fresh and crisp and the tomatoes were crisp. Mm-hmm. And you would like when you picked it up, like it was substantial, like right. Because I don't eat a taco like a U shaped taco. I open the taco up and push the ingredients to one side, and then roll it like a like a little burrito kind of so it all Makes stays sense. inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um, there's barely anything in them anymore. Really, and they're a lot more expensive than they used to be. They are. I mean, like... we used to be able to go to Taco Bell because we would go to Taco Bell before we went to the movies, like on Saturdays, mm-hmm. and we would like, you know, I mean, you would get like. You would spend $20 for like five people and have like 72 fucking soft tacos sure. between you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at like my like typical order kind of. And it's like I couldn't get away back in the day. And like, I couldn't get away without spending at least like $14, probably $15. You yeah, see, I've never been a fan of chalupas or gorditas or whatever. Like yeah. to me, I'm very simple. I like, Like I like a burrito that's got like a hot sauce in it and some kind of like beef, and I like a soft taco. Yeah, and that's pretty much my go-to. I understand, and that's why I like the quesadilla. I like the Crunch Wrap too. Have you ever had the Crunch Wrap? Uh, I I was looking. I'm looking at the Crunch Wrap right now, and the crunch and the Crunch Wrap Supreme looks good. It's like a it's like a it's like a quesadilla that's gone through a fucking black hole and folded in on itself, and like crisped in the supernova of like some dying sun. <laughs> yeah It's pretty it's pretty delicious. <laughs> Wanna if if I hadn't had started tipping into this uh dipping into this uh bottle of gentlemen one of the bottles gentlemen I got for Christmas um I I would almost be willing to risk my gut for that um crunch wrap right now. Oh, does that have sour cream too? Mm -hmm. sour cream and and here's the best thing about the crunch wrap is because the tortilla is all around the inside you can take one bite out of the crunch wrap and you have the perfect like um vessel to put the hot sauce on Mm. you take a bite out and then you squeeze your hot sauce back it's a good move then like you take it. another bite and then you have a perfect like another you know what mm-hmm, i mean mm-hmm. and nothing's getting on your hands it's mm-hmm. just all right there all self-contained yeah yeah but now hold on here here's my question having never done this before you put it back down right to open up do you pre-open the sauce packs a little bit or when you put it back down does shit fall out Nah, dude no? what do you you, you you hold it in your hand and no one that's listening to this nonsense. Hold on, are right? you using your teeth? Are you that asshole that uses no, your teeth for You hold little? your you hold the crunch like this. Yeah. Like palm facing your fucking fat. Right, meat. like your booker like your booker T, like look right. at his hand, right? Yeah, okay. So the crunch is here, right? Uh-huh. You take the sauce packet and you put it between these fingers and you pinch against and you rip and then you can take it out and squeeze what the hold on frank just put two fingers together like holding his hand out in a palm like looking at his palm put two fucking what is that your middle and index you put together middle and and ring finger middle and ring okay what so you've got the crunch wrap like your fucking spock okay yeah right right. you got i'm spider-man man i'm shooting out my webs okay you got your ring and your middle uh huh. You put the the sauce packet against your fingers, pinch it against your, um, crunch wrap, and then while you hold your thumb against the front of the crunch wrap, you rip the top of the sauce packet, and then you take it out and you squeeze Talk it. i i I I I need to see you perform this move at some point. Um, it's 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 the perfect technique, I buddy. You never gonna put it. the crunch wrap down. I I'm not saying it's not. I just want to see it performed. Um, I don't think I'm. I'm a, like, in some, in most ways, I'm a, I'm a, um, verbal auditory learner, but uh, in some ways, I have to be visual sometimes, and I gotta see that to, to, to understand what's going on. All right, so we'll continue. There's a lot, the lot, there's a lot I don't know about Taco Bell anymore. Um, the Nacho Spell Grande is fucking 619, what the fuck? Um, There's a lot to talk about with taco bell like both history wise there's so much to talk about with taco bell um all right so future of the podcast um midweek podcast so we've discussed a lot offline about like what we're gonna do yeah (laughs) um there's been like at least four ideas i think like so far so something hit me i don't know if it's like um on Wii christmas spirit Hmm. like i don't know i don't know how those two things are related but okay (laughs) um well oh i i i i i I, I mean i i grew up the way i grew up with my father so it's like those two things go hand in hand but um I think I've been like I, I think I've just like because in in my heart like almost been done with the spin chagrin. Um which has made us like move on to like different things, but something like uh some spirit like overtook me um in, in the past like day or so and um I have a wheel all right okay. that is filled um with it's really there we go uh that's filled right filled right now with 72 things on the wheel um for another year of spin chagrin i called the brain trust together and we now have compiled as of now 72 categories um i'm still taking submissions um up until the end of this year and uh to replace some of the categories i'm not for that i created that i'm not like necessarily like um you know so i'm putting you on the spot right now frank what do you say another year 50 episodes spin chagrin but you don't get to choose any categories whatsoever But I'll give you five red cards. Seventy-two. Well, no, no, no. you only have to watch fifty. I'm just saying. I understand. There's only fifty-two weeks in a year, right? But it's 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 not going to go beyond that, really, because there's categories I'm not necessarily like. I'm going to take submissions up until the end of this year from others, um, and then replace out things that like I created on my own. and that i'm not too happy with but um but i will say that i from great friend of the spin chagrin or ryan Wellmaker maker is looking out for you in a lot of ways like with some categories that are right up your alley um i tried to like help you out some with things that i know you want to look at like um that, that, that you're just like categories you're like looking to get into um All right, fine. <laughs> I wanted to like I had these like t- <laughs> It's fine. You have these things you want to do, right? I think you will still get the do's a lot of them. I think you're still get to, I, I think it's going to be the perfect storm of confluence. Um So let me t- let let me say what my two ideas were. Okay, just so I can get them out in the universe. Yeah, and I'll just do them on my own because fuck everyone. Uh huh. I wanted my my first idea was that I was going to do fifty two horror hidden gems. You're still going to do that. I'm still going to. How many years are there in the world? Lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> You're still going to do that. And my second idea was, I've been watching the film production company, Canon. I've been watching their mm-hmm. movies recently, and I wanted to do, <laughs> it was going to be called Two Guys, Too Many Ninjas, where we talked about um, like all these Canon films, because they all got all these ninjas in them, and they make me laugh, and they're just fun to watch. But I guess... I can roll some of them into fucking that's, spin chagrins. Yes, that's absolutely right that you can. And then my chagrin will be zero. Maybe. Maybe not. Who, who knows? Um, so what we're going to do is you are going to give me two weeks to roll my first roll? <laughs> oh, category number one for 2023 is technology is the villain no okay that's easy enough i'm telling you look they're they're so whose category was that easter (laughs) easter Easter, always looking out for me but what this what this means if you're gonna make me do spin chagrins for another fucking year yeah you gotta you gotta do food chat and then it's gonna morph into other chat Right, so, right, so the reason I wanted to cut off the food chat um, for this week is next week we pick up with Taco Bell, continue food chat, and then we move on to others, like sandwich places, like Arby's, mm. um, and we'll pick up with um, fast food food chat. And I don't consider it- Arby's a sandwich place, just saying so you know. but... That's neither here nor there, I suppose. Well, you know, who does Frank Forbes, you know? And I, I think <laughs> they know a bit more than you do. Although I hold will on, say, hold, hold on, 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 hold on, 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 hold on a second, hold on, a, hold a, second, on. Hold a second. Just so I can defeat myself here, you know what they consider Chipotle and Taco Bell Forbes? You know what they listed as, as a category? Mexican restaurants? No, global. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, you know. <laughs> it's like Little Caesars pizza. Arby's sandwich, you know, McDonald's burger. It's like Taco Bell. (laughs) Um, Is that rolled into the same category as like Panda Express or something? Other. They should just put other. Uh, um, Oh, hold on. Let me see if that's on here. Uh Panda Express. Yes, global. (laughs) Fucking, Fucking racist ass Forbes oh man you you know what there's more of in like when I went when I was in Thailand and even when I was overseas like in Japan and stuff there ain't like it's it's fucking McDonald's and Burger King and like all the same shit that we have over here like those are global fucking ah whatever right Everything's global is my point, I guess. Sure. Or so, nothing's global. So, look, this I've 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 curated this 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 coming year's wheel to satisfy a lot of your needs, but there are some things that are just completely just up in the air. Like that, it makes they might make no sense, and you just got to figure it out. That's fine. <laughs> um. Technology no, as a villain is, is a good place to start because it gives me I think that gives you like fucking like eighty two canon films from the eighties or something like that, probably to Well like... I already know I already know what it's gonna be, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. I mean I know I have an idea of what it's gonna be. Yeah. There's so many things it could be. You know what I'm gonna do right now? I'm gonna type in techno into Tubi's search engine and see see what transpires. <laughs> <laughs> right on the plus side there's no more buddies movies to buddy right yeah i mean really when you think about it it's like um so let's talk about the first 50 of 100 episodes of the spin chagrin here What do you think of the first I see, I think what it is is everybody like knows what the spin chagrin is now. So the categories are probably more apt to like fit what has become the spin chagrin, but like what did you think about the first year of the spin chagrin here? Uh, uh I mean I I watched some pretty bad shit. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. But there's also times where I'm just making jokes at my own expense and I'm sitting there in dumbfounded silence. Right. Like watching. But here's the thing some of these movies, a lot of these movies, I would say, you probably would have watched anyway, possibly, right? hmm. With the exception of like Larry the Cable. You would never watch a Larry the Cable guy movie. I would never watch the Buddies movies. No? No. Jesus God. Why? You wouldn't have watched Russell maniac? No. I would never have watched Jungle Cruise. I would never have watched. But you're the know. one that like has all the animal shit from the list for this past year. Like you're the one that did that mostly. Because like, I know I know what I hate. Okay. That's the whole point of the chagrin. I mean, right. you don't have chagrin watching the stuff you enjoy. Now, I I will admit that I like seeing monkeys do people things. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Like that, that that's that's something I enjoy. But it beyond is. that, like it's not. Oh yeah, it's funny to me. Ever right. since I saw whatever, any which way but loose or whatever the fuck. <laughs> like I like seeing a monkey like act like a person. Right. It makes me makes me laugh. I'm a simple man when it comes to my comedy, and my comedy is a chimpanzee with <laughs> pants like sass and someone. Uh huh. Uh-huh. No, that's actually even saying that it makes me laugh. Thinking about, <laughs> thinking, thinking about the sass, so is, he's like, <sighs> and he like, was like, oh, I'm like huh. freaking out. Do you it's remember funny. the episode of 30 Rock where Tracy is trying to convince Liz Lemon that women aren't funny and that, like, a chimp, like a monkey doing people stuff is funnier? Yes, he <laughs> And he has like the, 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 you know, the monkey like come onto the stage and he's like wearing like a suit and he's holding a briefcase. He's like, he's like, look at that. That's hilarious. Like, why is he holding a briefcase? <laughs> Where's he gone? It's true. It's, I'm thinking about that and it's really funny. Uh-huh. It is. It is. <sighs> oh, did you find anything for your tech? Found- there- yeah, I got it. I got it. Already added to my list. <laughs> okay. All right. So next week, technology is the villain. Um, And then we will continue fast food, food chat 23. At that point. I am going to put a caveat into this year's spin chagrin. Okay. If something really fits a category. Yeah. Even if I've seen it, I'm gonna watch it again. I'm not gonna only limit myself to things I've never seen if there's something that's perfect for that category that I've seen before. Right. So when the ninja category comes up and you want to talk about this ninja movie you just watch or something like that, you'll do it. Oh no, buddy, there's so many ninja movies. I <laughs> trust me, like, I'll find something. When the... I found three ninja movies looking for technology as a villain. I wasn't even looking. Gotcha ninjas are in everything yeah um we'll see how that goes I mean I I, to some degree um if buddies were the theme of 2022 ninjas could possibly be the theme of 2023 so it's only if I watch a shitload of no that robot is that, that technology is the hero <laughs> Um, there's a lot um, of, there's a lot, I'm going to tell you that here, here's, here's themes so far that are developing around this list is like weapons, food, ninjas, and technology. Sounds good to me. Those are the main themes that I think are developing so far with some caveats that i think are just like absurd or things that are kind of like that are like of course a couple things here and there but um i think they're funny um let me ask you a question yeah this is an esoteric question okay is technology the villain in jurassic park Because it's the dinosaurs the, aren't the villain. Because the dinosaurs are just they didn't they didn't ask too. to be recreated they, from right, no, Amber or whatever. It, it, sure, it was the um, it's it's new. Newman. Yes, Newman's yeah. the villain. Well, well, I, I mean, I think it's the process itself, right? Like, I, I, I think you could consider technology. Um. So is the person who made the process the villain or is the technology the villain? So I it, it's the person it, look, that makes the technology and it's all the villains. It really is villainous. So here's the thing, is like, you know, um Fallout Lost uh, like New Vegas, like there's a pure example of technology as the villain, right? It's an AI that's like run amok, right? Um but technology could be the villain in a uh kind of thematic way. But somebody could have created that technology and be the ultimate villain, potentially. I think. I mean that's just my interpretation of it. I think either one of those could work, potentially. But ultimately you decide and you can make a case, like, for why. What what's any what's anybody else gonna say? Like, based right, on no your interpretation one, of it? No one can ever argue with me because I'm the one that's gotta suffer. Right. <laughs> You just got a grin on your face when you said, "I'm the one that's got to suffer." <laughs> it's because I was reading the, reading the description of a movie. <laughs> I, was like, Could I, <laughs> I was like, "Could I work this in?" <sighs> All right, I'm going to read you a description of this yeah. movie. This is yeah. not the this is not the movie. But this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Set in the future, where a sinister corporation sells black market body parts. It takes an armed kickboxer to take them on and restore law and order. Yeah, you know what? You know, what the, you know hold what the on, an, an armed kickboxer. An armed kickboxer. He's got two guns. I can see it on the cover. But he's a he, kickboxer and has two guns and sunglasses. You know what the that's, name of this movie is? What? Future Kick. One hour, twelve minutes. Fuck yeah, <laughs> like see, that's the kind of shit. Right. It when it's it's barely dinner. You know, by the time I'm done eating dinner, fucking Future Kick is over. <laughs> This is what Frankie doesn't understand Is that when he's not home All I do is watch like Garbage <laughs> Right I watch a few good movies a week But yeah, for the sure. most part For the most part it's fucking trash right. I'm watching Steel Dawn For like the third time A skilled combat warrior trained in sword fighting Wanders a lawless post-nuclear wastelands where you must defend a valuable rare water source that movie's fantastic do you know how many times I've started that movie because I don't remember if I've seen it like five and then I get like 15 <laughs> minutes and I'm like oh right this one but then I usually like end up watching it anyway I right. yeah I'm just but going I... through the categories and so many of them are really just things that like I think fucking future kicks going on the list it should it's going on my watch list. I mean, that's the only list. Oh. Going on. oh, it's got Don the Dragon Wilson in it. What the fuck? It's got Chris Penn hmm. and Meg Foster. Fucking ninety one. Mm. That's a classy film. That's, that's yeah. Chris Penn and Meg Foster ninety one. And like... and Don the Dragon Wilson. Yeah. Okay. Manborg. The armies of hell have taken over the earth. And all that stands in the way of Count Draculon and humanity's total extinction is the mighty man Borg. But in that case, technology is the hero, so. Right. But does it have cybernetic weapons? Well, his name is Draculon, so I assume he's some kind of like robot vampire. Oh, If I'm just assuming. Things. I'm just going to say, it's like at some point you could you could easily do that if you wanted to, based on what I'm looking at. A time traveler on a ship in the Antarctic battles mutinous commandos while trying to save the world from a deadly bacteria and global disaster. That's just like that. That hits all the fucking uh, hot points, hot spots, right? It does. That could be used for anything. Oh my god! I oh, don't know. I've already watched this. Hmm. Says the problem is like. These movies, all of these generic ass titles, I don't fucking know. And then I start watching. I'm like, oh god damn it! I have to go watch something else. Mm-hmm. All right, oh, okay, no, I this this is definitely it. All right, it's going. On. <laughs> I'll make all Frankie right. watch this with me too. Oh, Frank is, I guess, now found the first chagrin of 2023. Yeah, it's, it sounds amazing. Alright, so we will be back next week with episode 51 of The Spin Chagrin. Oh, Frank, and also um, I will send you the list of um, the bonus chagrin movies that you can watch at some point. And then before you go on vacation, you will pick the from this past year, you'll pick the movie that gave you the most chagrin and we will talk about that one for when Mm. you were on vacation Away? again yeah. yes um so i'll yeah i'll send you that so you can like watch those at some point um and we'll do two of them we'll do the horror edition and we'll do the like you know drama comedy like edition <laughs> um oh my god i'm gonna have to watch the fucking Fablemans. yes oh absolutely um i'll i'll watch the Fablemans with you i mean because i i, I think i just need to know I think, but well, I ain't spending twenty three million dollars on it? Oh no! I mean, we got months. Like, I mean, before that happens, it'll it'll be free somewhere. It'll come up on HBO Max or some shit. Um, <clears throat> whoever Spielberg has a fucking deal with, like, I think it'll probably be on Prime eventually. Maybe it, That's... it was it was early access in the in on Prime the first day it was in theaters. Mm. Yeah. Early access now. They're always trying trying to get me to. Watch oh yeah, it's early access right now. Yeah. Fucking fablements. Yeah. Let's see how much it costs. Twenty dollars, right? Nineteen ninety nine. dollars Ninety nine. Yeah. I can buy it in ultra high def for twenty five dollars. <laughs> right. Two hours and thirty minutes of that. drought Jesus yeah. That's <laughs> fucking Obama's goddamn favorite movie of the year. That mother. Well, I saw that on Instagram after you told me that offline and. He didn't rank anything. He just had his, his top movies of the year and they listed that. First. Well, it's the first one that he said, I bet. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's just the first one that was listed at the top of a list of like top 10s, like and I don't think he ranked them. Um <clears throat> but still, it's questionable. Although he oh. usually has pretty good taste, Obama overall. I mean, Woman well, King is only five ninety nine to rent. That's yeah. another one of Obama's movies. Yeah, I've heard I've heard good things about them. Why is I mean, Men not free to watch anywhere right now? Yeah, it got some kind of tra- like like pre COVID traditional release, like where it's not going to come out for like six months after it like exited theater. It's been six goddamn months. I don't think it has. It feels like it's been six goddamn years. It's, it feels like it's been six years since I saw a trailer, yeah. Um, but I think I saw a trailer a year before it came out. All right, so next week, Spencer Green episode 51 Technology is the villain. We will continue fast food, food chat 23. Um, at that point, happy you know new year, everyone. Yes, there is not. Um, happy new year, everyone. Yeah, happy new year. Uh-huh. Deuces. Please.